This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. Yes, I haven't noticed that Brittany's on the show because she's really easy to miss. And quiet. Yeah, quiet. And demure. Hey, Tom, I'm on the show. And delightful. Did you really step in that puddle? Shh, my whole foot went in. <laughs> like my shoe deep, man. <laughs> is soaking wet. I mean, I'm wearing sandals, oh, but it's all this oh, yeah. is all water. Yeah, luckily there was a buoy out there that you could have that you <laughs> clung on to for life. I couldn't believe how big that thing was out in the parking lot. I can't believe how dumb I am because I drove through it and I thought to myself, this is just you know surface level. This isn't a big deal. Mm-hmm. And I had a bunch of stuff. Next time, what's that? You got to leave an opening next time when you say things like, "I can't believe I was that stupid." Pause so we can go, well. Well, we've, yeah. we've been texting you. <laughs> been te- um, that thing was, how, do you think it was like a foot deep? Oh, yeah. My, my, I went to my ankle and I just <laughs> put my foot back up. Man. Zoomed forward to my like old normal spot, the one that like faces right, you know, out of there. Right. And I was like, what am I, what am I doing? Why am I trying to park here? Like, I just like something about the routine. I like parking in the same spot yeah, every I time. Understand. And now I've found this one that I really like, and I was I really wanted that routine. But ankle deep water, I go no, <laughs> no. Honestly, what we're talking about is the parking lot here at the building. Yeah, uh, I don't. There are two drains in that pond, so I don't know. I mean, it's not supposed to be a pond there, but it is a pond today. But there are two drains there, and they're just not draining. They're not draining. And it just came down hard, though. It did, yeah. When I was driving in at around 6.20, 6.30, it was coming down. Like It was, yeah. yeah. You are absolutely correct. I got to jot that down. I should have brought skis for, for, in. So I should a little water made. ski. You know what? I, I would run around and pull you. Thank you. Put on a little one of those shoulder harnesses and just pull <laughs> you around. That'd be the highlight of my life, sir. Tom <laughs> Bernard. And I'm on. I would do slalom just to prove just that slalom. I could. Slalom, yes. We'll get a ski jump. Perfect. Get the whole deal going. Well, here's the deal with the weather, ladies and gentlemen. Scattered showers ending, then gradual clearing, breezy and cool with a high of only 72 today. Tonight, clear and cool with areas of fog forming late, low of, 50, low of 56. Holy Hannah. It's pretty cold for this time of the year, isn't it? That feels like freezing when you say 56. Oh, I know. Uh, then tomorrow, early fog, otherwise mostly sunny and warmer with a high of 80. On Wednesday, windy and warmer, mostly sunny with a few thunderstorms possible by evening. And then 86 for the high on Wednesday. So 72 today. Uh, about 80 tomorrow, and then 86 on Wednesday. Should be pretty decent after this clears out. I, I, I don't know about decent. It's not going to be warm today. There's no question about that. Uh-huh. Drizzle in 62 right now is the deal, so we'll, we'll keep an eye on it. It's, you know, the, the part that I don't like, because huh. I woke up this morning at about 3.30. Someone did a little walk and did some exercise and all the rest of it. When I left for work, it was pretty much still dark out. I know. Yeah. Well, I'm not a fan. Now, we were talking about this last week, that when you got to go out and let the dog out. I, I yep. wake up every day, 5.03, and man, today, yep. on, on your, you're right. I had to like consciously think about some of the things you wear, because usually yeah. I just wear like a pair of black shorts and a black t-shirt when I go out for a walk, but today was like, all right, now we got to switch over to the lighter stuff, because people are driving... You never see him. I saw a guy running this morning with like a reflective vest on. Ooh. Yeah. That's yeah. a good move. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We should get you a sports belt thing. Just something really cool yeah, like or, the ooh, reflective belt. belt. I'm just going to have a disco ball hang from my hat. I mean, I'm not mad. Blind the driver. Sure. I like it. Ladies and gentlemen, just checking in on some local news. And basically the only thing I can see is there's a murder and then there was another murder and then there was a double murder. There's your news for the Twin Cities area. People were very busy this weekend. Honest to God, every day now somebody gets murdered. Feels like most of Minnesota was out of town, too, so it was... Well, either that or at Ed Sheeran. Oh, yeah, that's true. New record, baby. Yeah, 72,000, was that what it was? 72, 75, Yeah, somewhere in there. Man, packed him in. He did indeed. You know, I've never heard him sing. Oh, Wonderful. He's is he so good? good? Is he really? Wonderful. We, yeah. yeah. I had the opportunity to hang out with him, just him and I in a room together. Mm-hmm. This is right before A-Team. That was his first big hit. Yeah. He was kind of a nobody. He was still at that level where he was going around and he was really hustling and meeting everybody he oh, could. Sure. And him and I just sat in a room and he was one of the most funniest, likable kids you will ever meet. And then... Afterwards, he played this nice little acoustic show for some of the, you know, like the radio people and the record people. Yeah. And at the end of it, I was going through a divorce at the time, and he uh, he said, hey, if you guys don't mind, 
I have to go back to England next week because my godparents, who met the day I was born, my mom's best friend and my dad's best friend, had never met. And the day I was born, they came to the hospital together. <gasps> they came to the hospital separately and met me at the same time. They became my godparents, and now they're getting married oh. next week. Oh, my God. He said, I wrote this song specifically for them. I need to practice it in front of people. I'm never going to release it. I'm never going to put it out. Please don't record it, but I need to practice it before I go to their wedding next week and play it. Do you mind? He played the most beautiful song I've ever heard in my life. I wept. I had to leave the room. I went upstairs and cried my eyes out. I was like, that is the most... And he's, he is a certain kind of special. And I was thinking about this over the weekend. We're so lucky to have... Like, our kids are so lucky to have the celebrities that they have. Taylor Swift giving out, you know, a million dollars or whatever it was. Yeah. Five million dollars as a bonus. Ed Sheeran going to the Lego store to hand out Legos and playing a... We had Tommy Lee hitting a guy with his dick. That's what we had growing up. Like, we didn't have cool celebrities, you know? Not well, interchangeable. We should mention Ed was paid to go to Legoland, so... That changes the story. Well, and nonetheless, but he, but the fact <laughs> no, that know, he still know. went, yeah. you know, yeah. I, I feel that I, I I like I like believing that, especially like there are people are constantly now. We have our cell phones. You're constant. If you're an asshole, you're going to be discovered. Yeah, you're going to figure. I mean that like this the twenty four seven surveillance that we can all put on people, and the fact that you never hear bad stories about Ed Sheeran, you go good, yeah. and then you hear something like that, and you go oh. Mm-hmm. So we will never hear that song. Never. And I, it, yeah, it was almost like the Tenacious D tribute. I don't remember what it sounded like because I was just so emotional over it, but it really was. There's a certain aura about that guy. He really is special. Ed and he's from England? Uh, Ireland. Yeah. He's from Ireland, yeah. though. That's what I thought. Um, <clears throat> but A-Team, Tom, is so good. We, I, we got stuck in this rabbit hole not too long ago, and I sort of was like, I got to listen to A-Team again, and it's just so good. I, I can't listen to, to pop radio because they destroyed R&B. I just can't do it. Wow. Yeah, his early stuff is more singer-songwritery. It's not oh, really the it? pop okay. stuff that he kind of got into, but yeah, when he when it's just him and an acoustic guitar, that's the quintessential Ed Sheeran. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Like some of his newer stuff, I'm not that into. But there's, I and I would I would I'd fall on the line of I like him more than I don't like him, but I've never like listened to his whole album. Yeah. Yet, ever, but. So what's his, what's his biggest song? Oh, so, uh, probably "Thinking Out Loud" is probably his yeah. biggest one. Thinking yeah, that's that was the one that every for like I, I don't know three year stretch. Every time somebody got married, that was their first song. Yeah, that was yeah. really sweet. I did go to now. You have to remember this was in the nineteen seventies. I did go to a wedding once. The most beautiful song ever played. As they were coming down the aisle, and I'm not making this up. The new husband, the new wife, before they're married, coming down the aisle to do the hustle. Oh, yeah. Why would you do that to your wedding? Yeah. Do the hustle. Were they hustling down the actual aisle? It's just embarrassing. Really, this is what you do, huh? And there's a famous viral video of a lady walking down the aisle to the song Crazy Bitch by Buck Cherry. So anybody will do anything these days. And uh, that just is a self-fulfilling prophecy, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. I can't really see Catherine doing any of that stuff. i got to be very honest with you. Wow. Not her deal at yeah. all. Yeah. What is it about people that just have to interject their oh, sense yeah. of humor? Like, it's a yep. wedding. I know. Just, yeah. I, my cousin got married, and his best man wore a Dale Earnhardt t-shirt. No. Come on, man. Just no. find something with buttons. It doesn't even have to match. You no. don't even need a suit jacket. Just something with cuffs and buttons. Listen... Our wedding was so teeny tiny. It was literally a nothing. We I planned it in 10 seconds. Well, it was there. It was not nothing. It was, it was no, very it nice. It was so perfect. It was literally what at uh, Gigi's Playhouse, a center for Down syndrome. We just invited the people that I um, do activities with. And, you know, we had folding chairs. I picked. Um, we ended up doing cold plays, yellow, the acoustic version. Just like mm -hmm. a song we both just kind of picked. Oh, it's pretty. It's fine. Whatever. If Justin was like, this is my time to start cracking jokes, and again, it wasn't, we planned it in about 30, 30 minutes tops, sure. our wedding, um, if I would literally have walked off that, out of that gymnasium immediately, like, that is not the time. It's mm -hmm. not the time to be funny. Yeah. You're getting married in front of all, a bunch of people. Just be serious for 10 seconds. And you were a guest... It's not about you. It's not even about, I don't even know who it's about while you're doing it, but it's definitely not about you. Do yourself a favor and change the name of Go-Go's Playhouse. Sounds like a titty bar. 
Gigi's Playhouse. Oh, Gigi's, yeah, not good. Yeah, Gigi's Playhouse, <laughs> not Go Go's. Yeah, definitely like, not Go Go's. Gigi's oh, Playhouse. Yeah, Go Go is on my. She got up at four thirty, oh, cried yeah. until six. I got her down and at so did I. six. I know. I was even saying, <laughs> can you just wear a baby Bjorn and I'll strap her to you if you're gonna walk around at that time? I just wake up when I, once I wake up, I'm screwed. Just take. I'll, I'll let you. She's got like five Gucci strollers. Just throw her in one of those bad boys. <laughs> Gucci, and go. no, Gucci strollers. Now I got to be honest with you. I didn't set this up. I didn't know he was gonna do it. So don't give me your evil stare. But at my wedding, yeah. During Here Comes the Bride, Craig Schumacher, you remember Shoe Bob, don't you? Schumacher was playing all the music, doing all the singing, doing the whole deal. And so as Catherine's coming down the aisle, you hear him, he's on his acoustic guitar, he's a hell of a guitar player. He's playing, do, 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 do. and it's really, really pretty. I didn't know he was going to do this, but it was a tribute to Uncle Tommy, which I didn't know about. So here's what Catherine heard as she's coming down the aisle. Really? He played the twins theme right in the middle. Did people laugh? <laughs> yes. Okay. That's cold. Where though. did you guys get married? St. Stephen's out in, is that Minnetonka or is that, I don't know if that's, it's right on the border, I think. And was it a big <clears> wedding? <throat> No, not really. About 70 people. That's about it. And this is obviously before you'd started the morning show because you didn't get the morning show until you were married in New York. Two years later, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we got married in 84. Wow. It's like wild to think about like where you guys were headed from there. And she's like, I'm going to commit myself to this. This creep. This hot mess. (laughs) This hot mess. Yes, exactly. No, it, uh, it's worked out rather. We were just talking about that because we heard about all these people getting divorced this weekend. And I think maybe from COVID, spending all that time together or yeah. whatever it is. But a lot of people getting divorced, man. I know, and everybody gets really sad about it. But I think if you and a relationship made it 10 years, you had a successful relationship. Even 10 years, really? Just 10 years. How long t- have I known you? Tell me nine and a half so I can cut it off. Uh, 12. I've, I, I met you when I was either 19 or 20. Yeah, so 16 years. Yeah. I've known you for six. Good. 16 years. We're going to hit our, after 20th, our anniversary, what are we going to do? Yeah, like you're going to see me again. <laughs> <in 40 years. laughs> yeah. I think it's comedian Nick Griffin who has the joke. He talks about how Einstein was divorced. Oh, yeah. And he said, you know, wedding vows should not be, do you take this man or do you take this woman? It should be. Do you think you're smarter than Einstein? Yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah, he 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 had little dalliances going on the whole time. Yeah. yeah, he loved that. Like, what do you think is the amount of time that you can say that was as like? Because I think it's pretty impressive nowadays to stay in a marriage for ten years. Twenty's insane. What are you guys at? What are you and Catherine at? Marriage or together? Marriage. Thirty-nine years. And then how long together? Forty-two years. Dang a lang. And Catherine is only 17 now, so she wasn't even born for the first 25 years. <laughs> yeah. so, you know. It's my favorite Hollywood joke. I think it was uh, Don Rickles. It's like, uh, Don, you out there dating these days? Listen, man, I'm in show business. My wife isn't even born yet. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I loved funny. him. Got it. And toward the end, people treated him like shit. Oh, yeah. That just really it. He was one of the nicest men you'd ever want to meet. Very, very funny. But I don't like your jokes. I got to treat you. I don't understand. If you don't like my joke, then don't listen to the show. But don't you hope, don't you at least hope that they just treated him like shit on the internet and in person they still treated him like a legend? No, no. No. He was treated like shit. Yeah. In fact, Bill Burr's got a story about how towards the end of his life uh, he had gone, because Don, you know, Rickles performed till the day he died. Yep. And Bill Burr and his friends went to a Rickles show just to heckle him because they thought, oh, he's old, you know. But then they saw him on stage and he was killing. And he, like, he still had it, but Bill Burr just keeps yelling out, Hey, Donnie! Hey, Donnie! And finally, Rickles turns to him after like the 10th time and goes, I know my effing name! Exactly. <laughs> there he, why would he yell out, Hey, Donnie? He just kept screaming, Hey, Donnie, just to get at him. Just to be Why? Because, you know, whatever. You're a young comic, you're 24, you think Don Rickles is old and over the hill. Oh, and could kick your ass on his worst day. Yeah. So. That's what I love about guys. And Bill Burr is funny, don't get me wrong, but he ain't Don Rickles, I will tell you that. 
Uh, I, I just, yeah, this whole idea that because you think he wasn't born in your generation, therefore he can't be as good, makes you a flaming asshole. Oh, yeah. No, young comics who like make fun of boomers. I yeah. always think, you know, you are going to be there one day. Right. It's yeah. all cyclical. You are, you are going to grow into being that generation that doesn't think, people don't think that you know, you know what you're talking about. People are convinced they're not going to get old or they're not going to die. Like, those yeah. are the two things <laughs> people live by. Yeah. And it Look. blows my mind that they're like, death gripping to something that you know is going to fade at some... I mean, like, it's hilarious to me. You know what I love about those guys that make fun? And it's not just that I'm a boomer either. That's not the point. It's this current generation is in a pile of shit, and they don't even know it. That's what amazes me. There are murders by the millions. Of, I mean, just the murders just won't stop, and this is going, that's going on, and nobody's doing anything right, and somehow that's okay. I don't really understand that. Why don't you obey the law, get your head out of your ass, go get a job, and shut the hell up? How about that? Yeah. That works, doesn't it? Yeah. I like it. We'll take a break. We'll be right back in a couple of minutes. That pisses me off. Be heckling Don Rickles, you pain in the ass. Don Rickles was God. That's all I have to say. It's time for our buddies at Niemeyer Trailer Sales. They've been a part of Minnesota since 1965. The name says it all. They are family. If you want to take your passion on the road and make memories camping wherever you want, no motors but pull trailer RVs, go to Niemeyer Trailer Sales. Father Jim Sr. started the business and the brother and sister team, Tim and Lisa, handle Albertville with Jim Jr. at the helm in Elko New Market. They're the best name in non-motorized RVs with great deals on the best brands like Rockwood and Northwood. Niemeyer Trailer Sales truly outservices their competition with personable employees, often sons and daughters of this third-generation family-owned business. They simply do what they say. They will do every time because their name is on the building. That's why. And with a huge selection of RV service pros, you will leave satisfied no matter what you are looking for. Niemeyer takes care of every memory maker. And I'm talking about customers here that come in their Albertville or Elko, a new market location. Head to N-I-E-M-E-Y-E-R-S dot com and put your passion on the road. Niemeyer Trailer Sales. Hi, I'm Mike Bryant, and I'm driving my car safely and legally communicating on my phone. Minnesota law allows a driver to use their cell phone to make calls, text, listen to music or podcasts, and get directions by voice command or single-touch activation without holding your phone. Violations are very expensive. The National Safety Council reports that cell phone use while driving leads to 1.6 million crashes per year, and nearly 400,000 injuries are caused by texting and driving. Not surprising, since four seconds with your eyes off the road is like driving the length of a football field blindfolded. And research shows that just two seconds increases the risk of an accident up to 24 times. Texting may only take a second, but it can end your life or ruin it forever. Please... Drive safely and stay alive. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Bradshaw and Bryant. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you. Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his, his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Album, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. I got a caller. Brandon on the phone. Hey, how's it going? 
Now, let me just tell you something right up front, Buster. Your mother's much nicer than you are. Oh, <laughs> she is. She is such a sweetheart. I'm telling you, Brandon, I'm really glad you called in this morning. It's great that you called in because I, I'm going to tell you something. Everywhere I go, people like you, we run into them. I, I was just sitting talking to Brandon's mother at the, a corn feed in Watertown, Minnesota. Oh, nice. That's and, right. By the way, that corn was phenomenal. <laughs> corn was good. But we're having just this nice conversation, and I'm talking, and all of a sudden her son comes over, Brandon's her son, comes over, and we're talking a little bit about this, that, and the other thing, and blah, blah, blah. Uh, and then uh, Brandon realizes that, that he used to be a big listener to the old show, and we started talking about that, that whole deal, and uh, Brandon didn't know. And I ran into at least a dozen people this weekend that did not know that I was still working, they assumed because the assholes over at the queue told everybody I retired, which was a flat-out lie, and they only did it to just harm other people. That's, they're good at that. But, yeah, I ran into 12 people who had no idea that I wasn't retired. So, I gotta, Brandon, how do, how do I figure out how to get, let people know that, that this show is even on and that I didn't retire just because they lied about it? That's a good question. I, I don't know. Um... I looked up. Uh, I looked it up on on Facebook. It's not on there. You're not on there either. Or? I thought we were. So. We had a presence on Facebook. No, we do. Yeah. Oh, we absolutely. The, the do. podcast is on there. Oh, yeah. my, my, yeah. my Oh, so it just says Tom Bernard Morning Show. Is the podcast? Yeah. It's uh, boy. I, I, that's a good question. I I, I, I don't know. Maybe. It's both. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So we have one for the family, and we have one for this show. But I think he means specifically you, Tom. Right? Because you're not on Facebook. You know, I should give, but you know what? I'll tell you something. I'm very, I'm telling you the truth here. This is an absolute fact. I said about a week ago, you know what? I should get back on Facebook. So I just kind of signed in. I see that my, my daughter-in-law's mother sent me a message. So I clicked on it. Uh, it was a hack. Sure. It wasn't her. Yeah. So how do I avoid, see, I, I don't need to go. So I had to change everything I had because this asshole used uh, a, oh, a friend of mine's sure. name. How do I avoid things like that? Because it didn't used to be that easy to hack someone. Good question. I, I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know. But, but I'm telling you what, honestly, I got to meet you and your family. Your mother's such a sweetheart of a person. And, and, and just uh, that does my heart a lot of good when I run into people like you, Brandon, because we had a great time. We sat there and talked, had a, a, just a fantastic time. And I'm, I'm assuming you don't. Uh, you, you got the uh, the show up on your up on your car because a Bluetooth it'll come up right on your on your radio in your car. Oh, I, I've been I'm at home right now. Oh, what time are you going what? to work at noon? <laughs> two fifteen. Oh, two fifteen. Nice. Well, excuse my dream me. schedule. <laughs> but you know what's so great about that, Brandon? Is at first you had no idea who the hell I was. We were just you were just nice right. people. You and your mother were having a nice conversation. You had no clue because I don't go out in public a lot. And you were you were every bit as nice as when you did, you found out who I then was. You, you and your sure. mother are so damn nice. That's what I love about people. You didn't change at all. You were nice in the beginning. You were nice in the end, which I really appreciate. Oh, um, and, and I'll tell you what though, it was. Um, that was that was like that was my highlight. That was uh, I was so in awe. I had no idea you were starstruck. I guess. Oh, that's very sweet. But, um, yeah, uh, I don't know how to explain it. <laughs> well, you know what? You can call in more often. What are you often, doing you? in my town? That's, that's so cool. Because my son lives there. That's exactly yeah, why. I have no idea. No question. But you got to call in more often, Brandon. Look, look if okay. you think you were starstruck, I was starstruck by meeting you and your mother. Great oh, family. That, that's so nice. That's so nice. Thank you. Guys, you. you guys are nice, too. All right. We'll, uh, we'll talk very, to you soon. Very, very friendly. Okay. Sounds good. Thanks. Bye. Bye, Brandon. Yep, Bye. <laughs> <laughs> she gets one in at the end there. I ran into, honestly, we were all over the place uh, in the last four days going to Splash Pads in Delano. Have you ever been to the Splash Pad in Delano? No. Is it huge? Holy God, is it nice. That's fun. It's really, really Oh, the kids, the, the grandkids had so much fun. They just run around like crazy. Like lunatics. Did They're, you bring uh, Alex's two kiddos too? That's... I don't know if you were just saying Ethan when you said the grandkids. You, I didn't know if it was just. Oh no, no, Ethan, Ethan didn't actually come. He had a, he was oh. taking a nap. Oh, okay. He loves it though. Oh, I bet. He, that's how we we went there because Ethan went there. But yeah, just really, really nice people. The splash pad. We went to the the corn feed, and it was just 
Everybody was pleasant, not one asshole in the bunch. That's fun. I mean, Isn't when that it's nice, it should be right that way. And that's, I feel like it's like almost like I've been telling you that that, that was what my most of the days my interactions are with just nice people when they're not like confiscating your material. Yeah, there's that. That's the deal. Yeah. No, I think if you give people the, the opportunity, they will be nice. Yeah, me too. And, and I guess. I'd like people to hold on to, even if one's on the left and one's on the right, why don't we still try to find common ground and worry about the politics later? Yeah. Because no matter who takes charge, you're going to F it up. I mean, it doesn't, you, you really think somebody's going to do a great job? I want to go back to not knowing anyone's views on politics at why? all. I love that. I think that's my you. dream oh, world. You mean so you just don't t- don't talk politics with people? Like especially if I'm gonna go meet them at a splash pad. Like I love. Oh yeah, that you going. don't want to talk politics at splash. I, I, 2020 came <laughs> came and everyone was like, you should. Everyone needs to know every one of my inner thoughts on everything all the time, always. And I went to myself like, I wish I didn't know what my dentist thought about abortion. Like just something that, that was just like a, a random yeah, thing throwing out yeah. there. You're like, yeah. I don't need yep. to know what. You know, my neighbor's dog sitter, you know, thinks about masks. I don't need to know, you know, it's just like, oh, my God, let's just go back to, like, that interaction is isolated. Do you like your ice cream? Me, too. I like my ice cream. There you go. Now we walk away. There's a driving range down in Burnsville. The guy who owns it puts a big Trump sign out there every single year. And I'm like... Great, man. I, this is why I come to the driving range. So yeah. I don't have to. I, I don't. It's, I still go to it because it's close and it's cheap, right, and I don't care about his right. politics. But yeah. I don't need to know that you are pro-Trump yeah. or not. I just want to hit some golf balls. Yeah, like you just want apolitical situations, and that shouldn't be too much to ask for mm-hmm. for like an activity you're doing. It depends on what you're doing, though, because people can't wait to tell you their political views. I, I know, yeah. which throws me off. Like I just want to like my kid has boogers, your kid has boogers on their face. Here we both I have, have a booger a right now. You, yeah. I have many boogers. Bugs. But yeah. Yeah, I judge people way more like on their soda choice. That's what I judge <laughs> people. Are you a are you a Pepsi or Coke guy? Because that's how I dictate if I like you or not. Uh, All depends where you are. Justin's Pepsi ride or die. Sure, me yeah. too. It's embarrassing. Mm-hmm. I feel like no, I drink Diet Coke though too. I, yeah. I, it doesn't matter to me. Either one. Coke Zero is like pristine for me. I yeah, love that's good. Coke yeah. Zero. Mm-hmm. It is good. But yeah, getting back to it, I, I just once again, just very very quickly, because we got to move on to Bob here. But I am in a very difficult position right now because I don't like anybody. You know, there maybe they can put together a team, but but people do realize, or do you think they don't realize? that pretty much, not all politicians, but damn near all of them, couldn't give a rat's ass about you. They're in it for the money. So you always get so mad at me because I don't care about anything. I mean, like, obviously I'll have to do some research when it comes time to vote, but right now, all these people throwing their hats in, Mm -hmm. I don't care. But that's not what I'm talking about, whether you care or not. No, I'm saying that, like, because of the realization that they are all money-motivated, nobody gives a frick about me, I can't pretend to go watch that. Well, that's what I'm saying. So I'm you agreeing actually with agreed you. with me, but you had to piss and moan. Because you always get mad at me all, for not knowing I don't knowing ever get mad things. at you. You just, your, your politics swing in the wind. Oh, I met Agreed. this guy, so now I'm a liberal. <laughs> Agreed. Like, you loser. I'm, I don't have a strong stance on anything. <laughs> mm-hmm. If somebody no, came in here that. and showed me a PowerPoint presentation <laughs> of why I should do something, I probably would. Mm-hmm. I am the worst because I am absolutely, and I'm still gullible, too. I still want to believe in people. I, I still, do, too. I'm still, I'm the worst. I'm, I, look, one of the worst parts of my life is being nice to people because you always pay the price when you're nice to people. Not always. Almost always. Brandon. Mm-hmm. Brandon just called well, in. Yeah. Uh, listen, all good roads. Uh, what is it? The, the road to hell. No, yeah. The road no, to the hell, hell is pa- paved with good intentions. Yes. That's what it yeah, is. Paved yes. with good intentions. Mm-hmm. That's exactly right. Oh, no. I feel that. <laughs> Look, all I'm saying is you, you try to figure out what am I going to do with this? What am I going to do with that? What about boop? I mean, I don't know what the, where the hell we're headed. I really have no idea. When a guy can stand up and go, God, we're doing great. You go, you lying son of a bitch. And half the people believe him. You know who's going to have the answer? Hmm. Bob. Sandy has all the answers. That's who. Was that your direct uh, direction to me to, to shift gears? Well, more importantly, I want to put Bob on the spot. I want to make him go, Ugh. I don't think Bob agrees with your politics too much. You're going to be in trouble. Bob, give us the answer. I 
I got some answers for you if you want them. All right, cool. Tom is right about the. What I want to know is when you went into the House of Representatives or into the Senate, how much money did you have? Right. Four years later, people are getting all whipped up about Biden. He's just doing what other people, every other politician's done. They're all multimillionaires now. Where did the yep. money come from? That's what. That's the answer that has to be given to people. Where did that money come from? George Soros, mostly. Depends on which party you're talking well, about. Well, but you're right. I mean, and then the, the, the other side, well, the Koch brothers. So yeah, that's right. So they're going to come up yeah. with and tell you, yep. you know, that, you want to tell you, know, I wrote a book. Yeah, okay. They, uh, that's the way they, or you, you know, you sold some, you know, you, you, you've had a, a lawn sale or a yard sale. Yeah, I'm sure you did to become a multimillionaire. <laughs> we were 20 they're million They're all bucks. disgusting. Yes, I mean, that it's, they are. it's horrible. You you will find no one in any of those positions who are poorer than they were when they went in. That ain't going to... I got to say one thing, and I'm, I'm not pissed off about this. I laughed my ass off at these people. It just... Honest to God, well, I see now that the other side, they kept bitching they wanted a special prosecutor, and then they got a special prosecutor, and they're still bitching about that. Yeah, because they got a special prosecutor who was going to let the guy off scot-free just about two weeks ago. That's yeah, why the, they don't like him. He's a special prosecutor who was a U.S. attorney from Delaware. Hmm, who grew up in Delaware? Gee, who's who from Delaware? Delaware? I mean, it's just the most rigged, unfair system on earth. Yeah, and like you think it would be at least hide it a little better, too. Oh, no, they don't. They, they don't. don't even care. It's they like don't even when you care. follow money stuff, too, you realize, like, oh, that person inherited all this money 10 years before somebody did this. Like, it all seems so obvious. Okay, as we segue into the Bob Sansomir segment. Yeah. That Garrett, what's his name? Garrett Farland, what's his name? The, uh, the head guy at the Justice Department. What the hell is it? Merritt Garland. Oh. Merritt Garland. Merritt, what did I say, Ferret? That's same thing. Yeah. Oh, Something like that. Interchangeable. Take a look in his eyes next time he's on TV. Well, maybe. Now, well, you would know this because you served in, in the Army. Yeah. How many times do you think that guy's had his underwear pulled up his ass in gym class? I don't know. Oh, I guarantee you he got picked on Quite a bit. Time. Is that? Oh, you can just tell by the way he looks. When, he, when he's on camera, he has this look of fear in his eyes. You've never noticed that about him? No. He looks like he's terrified. I mean, he does look terrified. He does, and no question. So what do you think, Sandy? I think he's got beady little eyes. It's hard to read him. <laughs> beady little beady eyes. Beady little eyes. So what's going on with you, Sandy? Well, not, but I, I, I'm going to give all that to you, but i got to ask you, where in Delano is the splash pad? It's not along uh, Highway 12, is it? Because I haven't seen it. Just off Highway 12. It's right next to that beautiful ballpark they got, that baseball park. Oh, okay. So you have to go downtown to yes. or, or through downtown. It's a there. gorgeous right. part of it. By the way, Delano, because I hadn't driven through Delano in quite some time, that town is beautiful. Man, they did a nice job with that town. This splash pad yeah, has they, its own website, pay, Facebook. <laughs> it has it's huge. It's great. It's like everywhere. You. This thing is huge. It is you I'm telling you, you got a little you, as soon as she's ready to go, get out to the splash pad. She's barely walking, so I don't think getting right. hit by Not a big now. thing of water would be <laughs> yeah. the move, but next year for sure. We'll go with you guys. We have so many like I said, went to the corn feed in Watertown, went to the splash pad in Delano. We went all there are so many great spots within I would say about a 60-mile radius of the Twin Cities. That's awesome. I mean, as you go out, it's it's just as good. Oh, no. I Even at Eden Prairie, I go, God, there's so many fun, yeah. like, hidden things. I met uh, Rudy's friend, Rachel, is now in Eden Prairie, and she knows all the kids' spots, mm -hmm. and so it's been fun to connect with her. What's the best thing about Eden Prairie, and don't lie? Because I know what it is. Well, I like our cul-de-sac. But I, well, you're called this. I, that's my favorite thing because I don't leave too often. Yeah, we don't either, actually. Um, I, the trails are really good. Nope, swing and a miss. What is it? The Asian Mall. The Asian Mall is so good. Oh, God, I love the when Asian Mall. When did you mall. go? Uh, about a week ago. I could meet you there. It's phenomenal. It's phenomenal. Have you eaten at the Hong Kong, the Chinese restaurant? No. I have not yet either, so maybe we should have dinner We should there. go eat there. We'll get the uh, mochi donuts to go. Oh, God. We just had a whole bunch of those over the weekend. We love, eat. yes. Okay, and Shields. Let's acknowledge that Shields, Shields, Shields is pretty <laughs> iconic. Oh, my God. Who knew that we love Eden Prairie? Oh, the Asia Mall, Bob. You ever been there? I have. I don't think I have unless they changed the name of it. No, it's new. It's like a year old now at least. Yeah, about that. 
Um, nicest people on earth. Every damn person in that building is really nice. Yeah, we definitely, for a while there, it was rough because the parking's not right. amazing. So right. the first couple, uh, it might even be a full year. Well, yeah, I think it was up last summer. Um, we trying oh. to park there was rough, but uh, yes, it's amazing there. Bob, I am not kidding. These mochi donuts. Rudy, you eat, do you eat donuts? Uh, yeah, right now I do. Mochi donuts. They're not as thick as like American donuts. Yeah, they're floofy. Mm -hmm. like, they're like it, these little circles. Yeah, they're kind of air filled. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. Really delicious. Though. Oh, and they've got like um, the green kind. Um, what's that green flavor? Mint? No. No. They make the latte out the lattes out of it. Green tea? No. no. Green. I thought you meant wasabi. Yeah, wasabi. Yeah. But that's not it either. So is everything have an Asian theme in this mall? Yep, everything. And Bob, it is wonderful. You could go well, Andy, you know, loves Asian food, Chinese food, I mean Korean food, all the rest of it. They have a supermarket in there as well. Yeah. So he just loses his mind thinking about that supermarket. He just loves Asian chow to Ooh. cook at home. Matcha was what I was thinking oh, of. Oh, sure. Yeah, they have a, uh, I'm looking at it right now. They have the, oh. uh, they got the seafood. Uh, yep. like, oh, that looks amazing. You can yep. buy like giant boxes of snow crab legs. I'm in. Yes, sir. Yeah. yeah. It, it's, if you've never been there, get out there. The Asian Mall in Eden Prairie. We it love is it. phenomenal. Yeah, it's great. Brad, Sean, Brian, personal injury lawyers seeking justice for the injured, bringing you Bob Sansevier. Contact Brad, Sean, Brian at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Sandy, what the hell's going on in the world? Well, we'll talk about your, you know, your twins are unbelievable. They lose five in a row, win five in a row, lose five in a row, and then they win two in a row over a, a good Phillies team. Yeah. They're, uh, yep. they're confounding. That's the best way to describe them. Uh, I, I don't, uh, I mean, you can never figure out what's going to happen next with this team. No, you're right. You're absolutely, and by the way, Bob, I did think that ump and that player were going to get into a fist fight. It came close, baby. Oh, you mean when <laughs> the ejection started flying? When he started throwing people out of the game, he's throwing his bat down, swearing, giving the guy the... And yeah, Bryce uh, Harper wasn't happy. Yeah, Bryce Harper was very pissed off, but... And the manager got the, he got the heave-ho as well. <laughs> Did too, yes. <laughs> I so love that. Stuff. No, I agree. IA was a great game to watch. I watched the whole damn game. Yeah, now you're the Twins. I mean, Sonny Gray gave them a real strong six innings, and he did. Yep. Again, you keep thinking these starting pitchers can. Uh, they have to though extend the starters once they get to the play. We're going to assume with a four and a half game lead, they're making the postseason. You would that, think uh, yes. you know that they have to get more out of these starters. Bob, let me ask you a question about that. If Gray's just cooking right along, just kicking ass, all the rest of it, why would you pull him after only 80 pitches? Well, Tommy had a pitch count, and, you know, he went to 80? He went, into, he went six. And, I don't get it. I don't understand this I don't at all. And either. it's this analytics that they have. This I liked it when they had a manager who managed w with his gut. Mm -hmm. And, geez, Tom Kelly only won two World Series doing it that way. <laughs> exactly. He was not, you know, any analytics was what he thought. Well, I know that when he, you know, he faces a guy, blah, blah, blah. You know, he knew in his gut what to do. He didn't have to look at a piece of paper tell and chart to tell him what to do. Yep. No, you're absolutely right. I just did not. Judd and I were, were texting back and forth. It's like, why is he pulling him after 80 pitches? The guy's just kicking ass. Why would you? I mean, 80 pitches is not a lot of pitches. It's getting there, no. but it's not and a lot of pitches. 51 of them are strikes. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, all right, to the credit of the bull, they did not give up any runs. And yet, uh, you know, you wound up having four relievers in there. So that was that's a good thing. But it doesn't uh, I would have let him go go until he gets in a little bit of trouble. Maybe they felt he did get in a little bit of trouble. Uh, he didn't, though, because as soon as he left, they loaded the bases. Yeah. I mean, they were they were literally one double away from taking the lead in the game. Yeah. Well, I, I don't. It's baffling. I don't but again, it. it goes back to the analytics, which is what these, uh, yeah. you know, the front office and uh, Rocco were into. Rocco has to be into it because that's what they want him to be. So, I uh, guess go back to the gut. <laughs> go back to the gut. I'm I a like gut that. guy, you know. Yeah, you're hey, right. Speaking of the gut, here's what my gut tells me about your uh, don't click on anything in Facebook. Yeah. When you think somebody's doing it, and also. You work at a company or you work with a company that has a TV station, the number five. Mm -hmm. Isn't it time they had you on to talk about what's life like as a, you know, doing podcasts instead of 
radio every morning. They should have. Well, you, you on would to think yes. People. That's what I would do, but I'm you know, I'm not Jimmy. Well, so what am I going to do? You know what I'm saying? Well, no, I, I, just I cross like promotion. A good idea for a story. Cross promotion would be a really good idea, but you know they do what they do. I have yeah, to. I, I, I'm surprised this guy, Brandon, and his mom didn't. Or did his mom know, or Brandon just didn't know that you, you know, you were doing the the show? Um. Well, he, no, neither, neither one of them knew that I was doing a show. They literally thought. Well, he said to me, Brandon said to me, "God, I'm really sad that you retired. I used to listen to you every morning. Why did Why'd you retire? When I didn't retire." We got to figure out a way to get that word out there because I will tell you one thing, Sandy. We're not going to do a Sandy report today. We're going to talk about nothing but trouble. Ooh, I like that. I like it. Good I will movie. tell you something. I have the experience this weekend, and I can run down the list of people. Whether it's whether it's you know Dougie over at Flagship Ford, or it's Michael Bryant, or it's Michael Bilski, or it's uh, Twin Cities Health, or whatever. People are coming in. And saying, hey, you work with the Tom Bernard Morning Show. You got my business from now on. I guess that happened a lot now. So the people who are listening are stepping up and supporting our advertisers in a big way. A lot of them. I mean, this guy went, went over. It's Like I said, it's only a 20-minute drive from the border, uh, the Minnesota-Wisconsin border. But he went over there. He said, I want to buy a car from Doug Sprinthal. You know, that, I love that whole deal. Uh, you know, people people changing where they bank. They're banking with Bilski now. I think that's wonderful. So thank you. It was a good time right now for me to say thank you to all the people that support our our advertisers because without them, this show wouldn't even exist. Well, you know the thing is, Tom. That yeah, you baby. Listen to, you listen to, uh, to to Bilski and Mike Bryan and even Dougie, and they're good guys. <laughs> you can hear it. <laughs> <laughs> he and I love going at each other. Oh, it's, I'm telling it's, you. It's friendly banter, though. I mean, you got Steve from Sabre. You got, uh, you know. Oh, all great these, guy, Steve. Yeah. All these different Bialky. people that are coming back. Bialki's a great guy. I'm not going to promote assholes. That's one thing. I ain't doing it. If I had an advertiser that turned out to be a prick, I'd go, I'm not doing that anymore. I'm not going to unleash my listeners, uh, unleash him on my listeners. That ain't going to happen. But people get to hear these these uh, you know advertisers, and they they get to know them. Basically, they're buying them. Like the guy that went in, or the woman that went in and said, "I want to buy from uh, from Sprintall," because right. they they've heard them for years. They're comfortable with them. Mm-hmm. No, that's so, exactly I mean, that what it is. Go so. a long way. So thank you to our listeners here. Seriously, you people are stepping up, supporting uh, really good people. Well, Bilsky's okay, yeah, no. Now, Bilski, I just love it because people walk up to him on the street, and once they realize who he is, they go, Bilski. They do the voice like that, which I love. <laughs> and he loves it. He's a great guy. They all are. They, they don't every have a, damn one. There's not a jerk in the bunch, and I guess I have to include Sprintall in that, too. I suppose we do, but... Yeah, Bob, I mean, sitting down in, in Watertown, Minnesota, talking to a woman and just having a great time. Her son comes over. We're talking, just having a great time. Then he, he realizes that I'm the guy he used to listen to. He didn't even know at first. They were just very, they had no idea who the hell I was. They were very, very nice people. That's you, what I'm you know looking what, for in life. Uh, you know what part of it, and I, I don't know if you want to call it a problem, but you were, uh, you took the high road with, uh, you know, with KQ. You didn't go after him. When you had every reason to, I know. you know, of, of how it came down. And I, that could be why, because you, you didn't really, you know, if you had gone after them and said, hey, I'm going to keep doing this and I'm not retired. You did say it a few times, but. Um, well, because people think it. I'm retired. Well, <clears throat> maybe maybe you'll start going after them now. I heard, I heard a little a little excerpt of that. If, when, no, uh, there's just know, no the reason. They, sh- they knew better than to tell people I was retiring. They knew it was a goddamn lie, but that's what people do. People will lie for their own benefit every chance they get. They're, that's disgusting. Right? Well, they, I mean, they did what served them. Yep, that's exactly right. Sandy, this is yeah. a hell of a report you got today. I love it. Well, okay, and these rivalries. I got a call the other day to... Uh, from a you know a guy that uh, you know that you know very well um, to do something on the Vikings on another station in town, and I said, well, I mean, I'll I'll do it, but I have to make sure we mention that I'm on the Tom Bernard Morning Show on Mondays and Fridays, and I have my own show. Well, they said no because they didn't want to promote that, and I said it was ridiculous. 
Of course, if I go on, I'm going to let people know where they can hear me. Mm -hmm. Why wouldn't so, you? Well, I would, but they wouldn't. They decided they didn't want to because they thought it was promoting you. So what? Oh, my God. Well, it's, like, you don't have to tell me which station it is, but what kind of station is it? Is it a sports station? Well, it has two C's in it. In the oh. call letters. Oh, yeah, but you know, is, yeah. But it's petty and it's ridiculous. Television is so dumb when it comes to that stuff. Well, they That's always not say television. Like, this is radio. Oh, it's radio, but about. still, but yeah. even still, like, because I know who you, obviously, I know who you're talking about, but even that company, they go, a local radio station, anytime something big happens, they never mention it by name. It was no, like, they don't. would right. it kill you guys to just throw the call letters I out know. or maybe I'm some right. of the people that are on it? A local radio station you know, raised a half a million dollars for homeless puppies today. How about you just say who we are? We did a good thing. I hate when uh, when media outlets do that, I um so I worked for the company you're talking about for a little bit, Bob, and the guy who I worked under, he got fired, and I have no idea why. But I'll tell you this: he was convinced when I was like, "Hey, I still need to figure out like where to give like my timesheet and my uh, freelance information." He was like. Oh, like we thought you were doing this for free. Well, of course, <laughs> because he's a billionaire. He, like, he needs more money. It was so awkward where I was like, no, uh, like I don't need to do this for my health, you know? And he's like, well, okay, but can you do like five more and then we'll for start talking? Yes. And I said, no. <laughs> and he, I even did, he wanted, they, they had that. me and like um, this, the, a great broadcaster who I like quite a bit. Go to a bar Ooh. during a Vikings game. Who's your great broadcaster? Um, I don't want to say his name. Why not? I, I don't want him to get tied up in this. because Would not. I hate him? No, he's lovely. Where does he work? Um, well, that's nice. And he, they had me go to a Viking, I mean, a Vikings bar across the street from the Vikings game during like a huge Viking game, do a broadcast mm -hmm. about this. And I was like... I don't know much about the Vikings, and like I'm gonna need you to pay me if we're going. He goes, yeah, yeah, I will. They this sent one. you there for, and they didn't expect to pay you. <laughs> and to this day, still, and he was like, yeah, we'll pay you for this one. We really need somebody out there. All this stuff, and I was like, oh, okay. Like it was the we, and I know it had nothing to do with the company, but like, he, and he got fired or left. I don't know how I mean, he got fired. Yeah, and I don't know what's his why. name. He got fired. What the hell? I'm not gonna say it. No, you know what's amazing about that? You know when I because when, when I when I uh, got fired over at KQ, I went around and talked to all the companies. They called up and asked me if I'd come and talk to them, and yeah. had a really nice experience with most of them. But that place you're talking about, yeah. the son now took it over, and his dad knew what he was doing. This guy, I don't think, has a clue. But uh, you know what his comment was? Hmm. Oh, I don't really need to talk to Tom because he uh, our politics just don't mesh. You're going to let your politics get in the way of who you should hire. How stupid are you? Yeah, I don't take the meeting. What the heck? Take yeah, I, the meeting. Well, that's, I mean, you might maybe come up with one good idea. But yeah, people, do you think it is particularly in Minnesota or is it the entire world now that your politics are the most important thing in the world and that's all there is to it? Oh, yeah. it's the world. It's what? Not just, what the not hell happened? Here. I mean, you, you know those politicians are lying to you every time they open their mouth. How can you suck up to either side? It's incredibly polarizing. It I, and really I will is. say, I mean, because uh, I know this is not a show where you talk politics, but a guy I do want to learn You can talk learn politics about, all you want in the show. I don't care. Well, I want to learn more about Dean Phillips because he is actually saying, I, I can't, you know, he's, he's going after Biden and doesn't think he should run again. I now, know. that takes yeah. a little bit of seeds if you're a Democrat. Because you're, you're alienating all, even though they all believe that, they won't say it publicly. And he is. Well, he is a billionaire, Bob. You know that, right? Was he when he went in? Was he oh, only a billionaire oh, yeah. when he went in? Well, Dean Phillips, you ever heard of the... Well, Phillips? I knew he had big bucks. What did he make his money? Is it family money or did he make it? You ever heard of a, like, Phillips vodka? Mm, yeah. Oh, that's family. Okay. <laughs> you know what? I, I actually know Dean. I met him many, many years ago. Well, he came to me and asked me if I'd endorse him. Many years ago, we had a mutual friend. And uh, so I did. I endorsed him. I never heard from him again. Doesn't mean that he's a pain in the ass, but he it kind of leans that way. But um, I don't know. I, I had a pleasant experience with him. He actually gave me a hug at the end of the interview. What do you think of that? Actually? Wow. Wow. See? And then well, he won. I, mean, I, I happen to know people who I respect, and they like him because they've known him for years. Right. And everyone I've heard that knows him likes the guy. Well, he's a nice so. guy. He's a very pleasant guy. Yep. We should have him on. We should go, give him a call. Get it. Get, hey. Dean, get the hell out of bed. What's the number? 
952-600-2575. Get off your ass and call in. You heard me. Yeah. yeah. Grow that hair back. Grow your hair back, damn Dean it. Phillips. He used to have long hair. Yeah, he had long hair. And he, he used did. to do that commercial where he'd drive around with the ice cream truck <laughs> handing out. <laughs> right. <laughs> so out, weird. Handing out <laughs> drumsticks. That's so weird. Like, that's a weird thing. Like, yeah. no. Please. All right, me. let me ask you a question about these drumsticks. Why do they have to put peanuts on them with all the kids with allergies? Besides that, I don't like oh peanuts. Oh, my God. You're such a baby. It's because you don't like peanuts, isn't I, it? You know what? I have to ca- That's why I, I have to carry a knife like with me to cut off the peanuts. Mm-hmm. You tragic. First off, your new lifestyle is means you're not going to be eating a lot of drumsticks, so calm down. Secondly, they're amazing. Just leave them yeah, alone. Yeah, best part about it, uh, Bob, just go ahead and just knock the top off and go all the way down to the bottom of the cone where they leave that, like, three-quarters of an yes. inch of chocolate. That's the best go. part of it. They sell those, yeah. just that part. Mm-hmm. They probably do. They do. Do they really? Yeah, I just That's had a good idea. At, um, they had a big bag of it at the station the other day, just... Just the bottom parts of the cone. Yeah. They should do that with the innards of the Dairy Queen ice cream cake. Oh, I've had the innards. That fudge with the crunchies. Yeah. The vanilla, fine. It it is what it is. It's just a a vehicle for the crunchies. The crunchies with the fudge on it. So, Bob, when Dean Phillips calls in later on today, you want me to call you to be on the same time? Yeah, because I'm curious about the guy. I, I mean, I'd like to know more about him. I would assume he'll call in because, like I said, I I did him a a favor. And and, and, although, do you think it's a favor of doing for someone by by promoting them and endorsing them? Or is it hard? He'll call call in unless he heard you're retired. (laughs) Exactly. That's exactly right. All right, Sandy. It was a brilliant report, I thought. Hey, I thought so too. All right. We'll talk to you later. You betcha. All right. We'll see you, kids. Bob Sansevier Sports brought to you by. Brad, Sean, Bryant, personal injury lawyers seeking justice for the injured. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean, Bryant at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. We'll take a break. Be right back. Kristen Burt will yell at us right after this on MyPillow's 20-year anniversary with over 80 million MyPillows sold. Mike Lindell and the MyPillow employees want to thank each and every one of you by giving you the lowest price in history on their MyPillows. Queen-size MyPillows regular price is $69.98, now only $19.98 and just $10 more for king-size. MyPillow's patented fill adjusts your exact individual needs to help you get the best sleep ever. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio podcast square to get Mike's amazing offer on the queen-size MyPillow for only $19.98. Enter promo code TOM. In addition to this special anniversary offer on the MyPillows, you'll also receive deep discounts on all MyPillow products, such as bed sheets, mattress toppers, pet beds, mattresses, my slippers, and so much more. Take advantage of the biggest sale in MyPillow's history. Go to MyPillow.com, use promo code TOM to take advantage of Mike's special offer on his MyPillow. That's MyPillow.com, promo code TOM. Hi, I'm Mike Bryant, and I'm driving my car safely and legally communicating on my phone. Minnesota law allows a driver to use their cell phone to make calls, text, listen to music or podcasts, and get directions by voice command or single-touch activation without holding your phone. Violations are very expensive. The National Safety Council reports that cell phone use while driving leads to 1.6 million crashes per year and nearly 400,000 injuries are caused by texting and driving. Not surprising, since four seconds with your eyes off the road is like driving the length of a football field blindfolded. And research shows that just two seconds increases the risk of an accident up to 24 times. Texting may only take a second, but it can end your life or ruin it forever. Please, Drive safely and stay alive. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Bradshaw and Bryant. Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, President and Chief Lending Officer at North American Banking Company. And I'm Michael Bilski, CEO at North American Banking Company. As a locally owned and operated community bank, we work with many multi-generational businesses. Take personal care dentistry of Roseville, for example. Dr. Walter Hunt, also known as Painless to me, has been a longtime customer of the bank since we opened the bank in 1998. When his son Kyle was ready to join the practice, they wanted to expand quickly. With their additional space and equipment, they now are able to see more patients each day while providing the same level of care and service. Okay, guys, I'll take it from here. If you run a family business or any kind of business for that matter, you should be banking with Brad and Mike over at North American Banking Company. Every time I deal with them or their team, I know I'm working with experienced professional bankers. So why not bank with my banker? 
North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, equal housing lender. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen, 7.55, now five minutes to late o'clock. You know, I got to tell you something. When you were leaning over reading, yes. Kristen Burt, yes. um, that shirt you have on when you're leaning over looks like no shirt. I thought you were, honest to God, both. You can't see the stripes? No, you can now, but when you lean over, when you can When you were can. leaning over on your phone and you were like, your hair was down, you looked absolutely naked. You looked you naked looked from the waist up. <laughs> I was like, that's how I sit depressedly in my closet, naked, just on my phone, waiting for the day to start. Mm-hmm. I was like, very relatable. Yeah, you guys It's do- weird because this shirt is very pink and it's re- registering a, like baby pink. I yeah. can't even see it on my computer, but yep. it is very pink. That's the wild thing, so... The- this will be the YouTube video that gets the most views on our channel. Yeah, for sure yeah. now. Yeah, thanks. I will wear all of my nude shirts from here on out. Thank you, Topless Kristen oh, Burt, ladies welcome. and gentlemen. We appreciate it. <laughs> Nothing but a class morning show here. That's you think right. It, you think it looks weird that I'm wearing a vest in the middle of summer? Yeah. Is it is the icy cold AC getting to you, or is it really- pouring rain in '56 when I left the house? No. It was cold. Wow, it was 90 this weekend. I was in Solvang, and it was hot. That'll happen. So everything is good? Yeah, everything is good. I'm, I'm recovering from my girls' trip away, which was, like, super fun, but I'm very tired. Where did you go? Okay. Solvang. Have you ever been to Solvang? What is Solvang? Solvang is um, where a huge um, Danish community um, actually settled and they had it looks a little bit like Copenhagen within this uh but it's about two and a half hours outside of Los Angeles really where you can get delicious food and Danishes and it's a wine country as well so you can go wine tasting but there's a lot of windmills and things that you would see in Copenhagen it's really lovely well, I'm glad to hear that. That really yeah. Wasn't... And if you've seen the movie Sideways, mm-hmm. a lot of that was filmed in that area, and that's oh yeah, kind okay. Of not what put it on the map, but gave it kind of like an additional boost of like tourist business. But it was pretty busy over the weekend, so people are still discovering it, which is great. That's a good thing. That's kind of interesting that Danish people would settle in Southern California. Yeah, and it's it's really. I mean, honestly. It's like Christmas threw up there because, you know, every store is like a Christmas store. Mm-hmm. It's Christmas markets and things like that. So if people are here during the holiday season, come if you want to get into the Christmas spirit because it's awesome. I and mean, Santa Barbara's not far away, so you can do right. that You can do that whole situation and, and enjoy and visit that area as well. But really good wine country area, too. It's, it's interesting. not just Napa and Sonoma. We ended up with a lot of Scandinavians here because our weather is almost identical to Scandinavia. Which, that makes sense. If you got a chance to get away from this weather, why wouldn't you? But they were all skiers and tobogganers and that kind of stuff. They loved that stuff. They were hardy. Like, that's the They're thing. They're hardy. Hardy to live in Minnesota. I am not hardy whatsoever. I am a cream puff. <laughs> You've decided. <laughs> so what's happening? Um, you know, I think the big story right now is Maui. Um, oh, and I, I think what's kind of interesting that's sort of developing out of the, the island of Maui is, you know, you have a lot of celebrities who have huge properties and yeah. estates on the yeah. island. Um, some of them have stepped up. You know, Jeff Bezos donated $100 million. I'm going to say this with a butt in a moment. Um, and Oprah said <laughs> on her Instagram account that, you know, she's going to make a very significant donation. She just wants to see, like, where she should put her money and where it's going to benefit the rebuilding of, you know, the Haina the most. But you also have a lot of islanders who have lived here. You know, their families have lived here for decades, centuries, and they mm-hmm. are saying, we don't want you here. Right. Not only do right. they not want the celebrities there, they don't want the tourist dollars right now. If you are getting married, if you have a bachelorette party, do not come and visit Hawaii right now because it's taking resources away from rescue and efforts and things like that. Um, and that's not just for Maui. That is for the other islands because they are using the other islands as sort of entry points to get supplies and then bring them over to Maui. It's interesting you bring that up because it was reported on the news last night that uh, what's-her-face you just mentioned, Oprah, tried to buy a bunch of property there, and they turned her down, said, no, you can't buy it. No, she already owns it. She already owns a 1,000 acres. It's Nicole Scherzinger that's trying to build a house. Well, but they turned down, they, they reported on the news last night, they turned her down. So you're saying she did get the land. 
Oprah's been there for about 15 years. Because it was on the national news last night that they wouldn't sell it to her. Hmm. I know that she, she, she's got about 1,000 acres. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, and 850 of it um, is developable land. And I think that's the, that's the problem oh, for a lot of people. They're concerned you that, you know, at some point, yeah, that it'll be whether she sells it off, who does it go to. People are concerned that Jeff Bezos with his $100 million, is that going to go to resorts? Is that going to go to commercial right. developers to build big communities? And uh, there's a big, like, people feel like their island has just completely escaped their hands and escaped their control. There's a lot of drought issues on the islands right now, and that's been happening even before the pandemic. And they're saying, don't come. We don't want your tourist dollars, right. even though the mayor and the governor of, of Hawaii are like, hey, no, Maui is open. It's just certain areas of Maui are closed. Other areas are open. They don't want to discourage the economic dollars from having, you know, the economic situation. But I, I think... There's a lot of fight going on, and this is going to be an ongoing story. And the celebrities, you know, a lot of people have property. Owen Wilson has it. Uh, Jim Carrey has property. Steven Tyler. And people don't love celebrities owning property on the islands. That's very, very true. Have you ever been there? I have. I've been there quite a few times. God, I loved it. I thought it was magnificent. You guys ever been there? No, and like... Me and uh, Justin haven't done our big vacation yet, ever. I, okay. That's our game plan was like 2020, and of course, you know. Uh, <laughs> so we've been. That's been our number one kind of spot. We're going. Should we go to Hawaii for this big vacation we want to go on? And now it's like, last thing you want to do is anger anybody. You can go to Hawaii. You just can't go to Maui. Yeah, well, she even said the other islands. Yeah, the other mm-hmm. islands don't want they you don't there want you. I they don't want you. Don't come. And it's right now, I will tell you that the certain like influencers continued on with their vacation, even if it's not just Maui. You know, they went to right. Oahu right. or the Big Island. It's just, and it's one of those situations where um, they had to turn off their comments because people are saying optics right now. Don't do it. Go someplace else. Mm-hmm. Go. There's plenty of other tropical <laughs> islands right now that you could go to that are would welcome your tourist dollars. Um, but right now, it is not Hawaii. They're really listen. They it's what over 93 people have been discovered dead. Mm-hmm. They're unidentifiable. Yeah. They need DNA, and they think that there are possibly hundreds of people who passed away in this fire because it was so fast moving. They think a lot of them are at the bottom of the ocean. Mm. People drowned. Yeah. I, and I think, you know, as, as someone um, who ha- experiences California wildfires, we, you know, it's a kind of a Ooh, regular situation yeah. for us. Understanding, I do have an understanding of like how fast these move because I've seen it where we've been like, we've gone from like, you're fine to possible mandatory evacuation to mandatory evacuation. And you've got five minutes to go. And these people had no warning system from what it appears mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. they didn't hear anything it, and all of a sudden it just was like right at their front doorstep and they just had to run that is terrifying it's just oh, terrifying to think know. about i saw some footage that was uncensored and i was like i did not need to see that yeah did these people died in their cars yeah animals died in their car and in, in the cars on the street it's awful do they it's know awful. what started it yet i believe it was down power lines um oh. from the hurricane all right which has happened here in California, too. We've had right. power line issues and one small spark, Jesus. you know, lights up an entire field and it's you can't even control it. It takes a long time for containment. And I, listen, we've got the infrastructure here in California and we always need support from other firefighting units from other states. I mean, think about it. You are in the middle of the ocean. Yeah. Those type of support systems, they don't have that same infrastructure. So I really feel for everyone. You know what's amazing about that? Looking all the way back, the first time I ever played golf in Maui, I'm standing up on top of this hill on the tee box, and I said, "Is this a movie set for Christ's sake?" I bet. Like, are you kidding me? This is real. Yeah. You can't even believe how beautiful it is, and that it's real. It's so beautiful. It's amazing. Quiet. Kauai is really beautiful. Like all of the islands have their own special, yeah. unique landscape it's It's just it's really a special place and but right now they're just feeling they're overwhelmed and a lot of people came during the pandemic as well just to sort of like escape or do like workations and you know they're still feeling the after effects of that i have only a one negative memory of maui that round i was just talking about playing golf i was playing i was i was 
paired with a, uh, a couple from Japan, mm-hmm. a man and his wife from Japan. And after three holes of him screaming at her, I finally went over and said, look, I cannot listen to you scream at her all day. You're abusing the piss out of her. I cannot have, I, you, you're going to have to go in. I cannot, I'm not going in. You're going in. I mean, he was literally just mean as hell to his oh, wife. Oh, that's terrible. I, I just, it has nothing to do with being Japanese. It's just the fact they happened to be in that situation. And she was, I don't know, it, it, she was, she looked a little unsettled that I would do. And after I did it, I went, oh, maybe I shouldn't have done that. Maybe that just made it worse for her once they leave here. Sometimes that does happen. It makes yeah, it worse instead of better. Prick. God, what a prick he was to her. It was unbelievable. Ugh. But such is life. And then, of course, I found out uh, that our barn burned to the ground when we lived in Dayton. I found that out when I was in Maui, too. So that was great. Um, Maui's not been good to you. No, not real. No, actually, it was magnificent. <laughs> it was absolutely stunningly beautiful. Night, very nice people, too. Yeah, and delicious food yep. and the culture there. It's it's really a special place, but they need a lot of help. And 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 if anyone's donating, you know, Jason Momoa has been sort of guiding people in the yeah. rock. Obviously, yep. they have ties to the islands. And just make sure you're donating to a charity that the money is going to go to the actual people who need it. That would be good. Uh, we need we need Maui. There's no question. Are they going to be able to? I understand that the roots of the the banyan trees are okay, so they will regrow. Is that true? Yeah, they, I was, it was on ahead, CBS Sunday morning yesterday. Ahead, they showed yeah. a lot of the footage. But yeah, you're right. The, the, the outside of it is a little singed, but the yep. actual roots of it, they look still like intact and look yep. good. Yeah, That's good. It was amazing just even seeing how much of the structure of the tree, like the trunk-like remains. I mean, it was... It, it was almost a, it's a sign of hope i think for the for a lot of the citizens there they will really see it as it yeah. starts to come back to life because we do see that too when you have a fire everything is just like dark and ashy but growth starts to happen very very quickly it does yeah and it I, you know whenever you have something so tragic happen just seeing a little bit of like color return yeah. to the neighborhood really makes a difference just in terms of like spirit and and looking forward to the future of what's going to happen to Lahaina. Well, once they open again, make sure you go, ladies and gentlemen, if you've never been to Hawaii, particularly Maui, I shouldn't say particularly because they're all magnificent in their own way. When they do reopen for travel, go because they're going to need your support. Plus, you are not going to believe how magnificent it is there. Yes, and listen to the people who live there. They'll let you know when they are ready for you to <laughs> right, return. Exactly. Do that because I think that they're all really feeling stressed out and so many people are displaced and, and it's it's tough. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts.